0: Welcome to episode 7 of the Planet K2 Performance Fix podcast. Today I'm with Keith Hatter, the CEO of Planet K2. Hi Keith, how are you?
1: I'm good Adam, how are you doing?
0: I'm good, thank you. I'm really excited because today we are focusing on the topic of leadership and I think there's going to be lots of great discussion, lots of great things that you're going to be able to share and people are going to be able to take away from this. Just wanted to start, if you could just give people a bit of background into what you do or how you got into the areas that you work in and and also maybe a bit about leadership as well in terms of your roles, um, in different places. That'd be great. Yeah, sure.
1: So, um, I think with like, with, with so many things, I remember, um, Joe Walsh of the Eagles being interviewed and he talked about how, um, you know, when you look back at, at the career of, a of a, of a a, a rock star in, in kind of his world and you look back over the last 20 or 30 years, um, Uh, It it looks like some finely crafted novel, but at the time it just felt like a series of kind of random events and they only kind of look like that when you're you're looking at it backwards. so I, I think my kind of so-called career is, is a bit like that. I um, I started off um, as a charter surveyor. My mum thought it was a really good idea. I became a charter surveyor. So being a good boy, that's what I did. Um, I pretty much hated every minute of it um, and realised early on that one of the things I thought I was more interested in was kind of running and leading um, uh, uh, a business. Um, I then went on to... Um, run the UK's first uh, national self-storage business at the age of about 25. Um, I just cringe with embarrassment at some of the leadership stuff that I did that mm-hmm. I thought was the right thing to do and was and was marvellous and it was eye-wateringly terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I um, then. Uh, joined um, a FTSE 100 uh, business services group and uh, was a divisional managing director there for 10 years. Um, we have about 60,000 people in the group. Um, I had about, uh, I suppose, about two and a half, three thousand of those um, in my uh, last role. Um, but my, my my passion was always around uh, what enabled people to perform at the top end of their ability and, and that led me to... Uh, to found uh, uh, Planet K2 what now nearly 15 years ago Um, so um, lots of kind of ups and downs and roller coaster rides at the time but that's a a that's a thumbnail sketch of my um, um, finely crafted novel
0: Wow So, so in some ways you've seen it all with regards to leadership in terms of different roles that you've been in
1: um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'd say I've seen it all. I think I've seen I've seen lots of lots of examples of leadership. Some fabulous, some terrible. Um, but I think um, I think you learn from all of those, um, mm-hmm. and um, you can learn as much from what you see that that isn't great as as, as the stuff that you see that that, that really is superb. So mm-hmm. I've been fortunate to to work with them for. A number of uh, leaders. Um, when I was um, in the 4100 business, I mentioned we grew primarily by acquisition, and we retained the uh, leaders who had um, built those businesses. So I was in an organisation populated by, you know, 40, 50 entrepreneurs, completely uncontrollable, or within the context of a footsie 100 organizations so the 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 opportunity to meet for for me to learn from people of that experience in Canada was a yeah yeah I was very lucky and and it was a it was a great experience
0: yeah I was going to say it sounds like a um, well must have been a great experience to to learn from those those different leaders and different people what I wanted to do um I thought it'd be really good if we start with leaders of the future um Mm -hmm. and you know if someone aspires to be a great leader in, in 2025, what do you think they should be focusing on now in order to develop the necessary you know, toolkit or skills or, or knowledge?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I, it, the, the kind of aspiring to be a great leader bit, I think it's interesting in itself. Um, uh, my experience is that I think a lot of the leaders that are superb leaders probably never aspired to be that. I think as a result of doing what they they do and the way in which they did it, they probably became um, uh, uh, a great leader. Um, but if, if we're kind of projecting forward, I, I think I think the first thing that's absolutely fundamental is you really have to know yourself. I mean, you know, Before you even start thinking about, about the, the privilege of, of leading and the responsibility of leading other people, I think knowing yourself really well Um and um, the things that you are great at, the things that you know are 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 kind of weaknesses um, for you. Um, um, and, and, and learning how to kind of manage yourself, I think is I think is fundamental. I don't think you can even think about um, uh, leading other people um, unless you're at a point where you can lead yourself. And I think that means you need to really understand. Your own performance, your own personality preferences, your own biases, your own um, uh, strengths—really well. Uh, And I think, I think that's 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 fundamental before you do anything else. So,
0: so it sounds like having quite a bit of self-awareness is important for a leader.
1: I I think it's I think it's I think it's essential. I, I don't think you can be an effective leader unless you are aware of your impact because. As a leader, your your attitude, your actions, your choices, your decisions, your your messages have a vastly disproportionate impact on the people that, that, that you lead more than people who, who aren't leading. Um, and unless you are aware of the impacts that you're having, good, bad, or indifferent, um, I don't think you can be effective in the role because otherwise you're just Doing stuff in a, in, in, in a random kind of way, hoping that it will have the impact that, that, that you want it to, mm-hmm. um, and um, that's never going to feel like a very sound approach.
0: And are, are there any sort of common mistakes that you see among, you know, people who are trying to lead or, or or who are who who maybe come across as you know they want to be a leader?
1: Yeah, I think I, I think there are there, there are. Several that you see, I, I think, first of all, a sense that actually their view of the world is the world, and so you know how, how they think things should be done, how they believe people are motivated, how they think um, issues should be addressed, and uh, uh, and ideas thought through is the only way of doing it, uh, and, and and it becomes a kind of monocultural approach to, to leadership because it's limited by the beliefs of that one person. Um, so I think understanding that, you know, as as a, as a leader, your view of the world is simply that. It's your view of the world. It's not the world. And you can't lead other people if, if, uh, if your only uh, approach is to try and um, uh, persuade them overtly or covertly that your view of the world is 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 correct um so i think that's i think that's that's one piece i think i think the other thing that you see a lot of is that um leaders are very aware of their authority um and i'm not sure they're as aware of their responsibility um and um there's there's a lot of talk in leadership about accountability and nowhere near enough talk about responsibility. So I think this this um, uh, idea that um, a leader is being a leader is all about power is one that that that, that I see not work out so well.
0: And do you you mentioned about power. Do you think leadership is about holding power?
1: Um, I think it I think that's one of the things that probably comes with leadership but I don't think it is the most important. I think it's I think it's a uh, an outcome of 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 leadership. I think what is equally if not more important is the responsibility of leadership and very few people ever talk about that. Very few um, uh, very little leadership education, as far as I've witnessed it, and 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 um, uh, worked with it, is is about responsibility of of, of leadership. You know, as a leader, you are you are responsible for the performance and and of of those that you lead, and and their performance is in your care. Um, and that's something I think that is um, is missing from a lot of leadership education so if we're thinking about leaders of the future i think we could do we could do worse things than to have a, uh, a a good quality conversation about the responsibility that comes with it because the privilege of leadership um is one thing but the responsibility can when when, when leadership is done well the responsibility weighs heavily do, do
0: you think that's it a reason why i mean you're you're, talking about responsibility do people not talk about responsibility in in terms of leadership because of maybe there is a fear of what how much responsibility they will be having and what they have to do i'm
1: I'm just quite intrigued about that yeah um, yeah i mean i'm not i'm 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 not sure why I, i think it i think it i think when you are responsible for, and by responsible, I mean not just responsible for the kind of outcomes and results that, the, that your organisation achieves and the people within that organisation achieves, but responsible in a, in a way of caring for the performance of, of those people. And I suspect that in a world that is driven by a myopic focus on results and that everything has to be done yesterday at enormous speed... Uh, having responsibility for the performance of others requires time and requires giving of yourself. And uh, power is a, is a, is a, is a much, you know—power is a tool for lazy people. Wielding power is, 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 is not difficult if you have the authority in some sort of hierarchical sense. Um, having and demonstrating responsibility for the performance of others requires giving of yourself. And um, I think that's um, I think that requires a lot hard, harder work. I think it requires people digging deeper. And I'm not sure that conventional leadership education is 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 well um, well prepared to have that dialogue. Uh,
0: and and sticking on the, the the topic of you know future le- leaders, what evidence have you seen in in modern day leaders that some people are already ready to be a leader for the future?
1: Um, I think when when I meet with with people who are younger than me, and that's these days most people, I um, I think there are some I think there's something about their their generosity of spirit. Um, I think they are ready to give of them of themselves. Mm-hmm. I um, I think they are I think they are passionate and articulate. About um, their their field, and that doesn't mean that they have to be a bouncy puppy, and that doesn't mean they have to be, you know, a um, uh, uh, somebody who's uh, who's theatrical in that way. I've seen lots of really effective leaders who are um, uh, deeply introverted um, but can lead superbly well, not just in spite of that, but actually because of it. Um, So I think I think, but the thing that I think they have in common is is a passion. Um, for for what they for what they do and their, their their field of work um, and um, I think there is a sense of um, uh, a sense of enjoyment that they get from seeing other people perform really well um, not just thinking about their career and where they want to get but thinking about what role they can play. In helping others perform at the top end of their their, their 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 ability, as well as themselves, it's not an entirely selfless piece, but there is that. There is, I think, for really effective leaders, I think that piece is that, that element is is strong. Mm.
0: And if you were to give advice for someone who wants to, you know, either improve their leadership or become, you know, one of those leaders for the future, what what do you think someone could start doing or or, or be proactive or, or change? Um, so that they can improve those areas?
1: Um, so I think if I was gonna give you just in, in one line, I think I, my advice to um, aspiring leaders would be don't be a prat um, uh, <laughs> because I think you see quite a, a lot of that um, uh, in, in, in terms of stuff that, um, uh, that, that might be um, uh, more helpful. Um, I think I would be um, suggesting that they, and it really comes back to, uh, I guess, understanding, first of all, understanding who they are, understanding what they stand for. I think as a, as a leader, um, knowing what you stand for, knowing uh, upon what things you are prepared to take a stand um, and what things really matter to you, even if you'll get punished for them, even if they are unpopular, I think, Understanding those things are are really important Um, learning how to listen to people really well um, uh, Rather than you know, uh, I I was uh, um, I learned a a while ago that there is a difference between listening and waiting to speak And and I think you have a lot of leaders who are waiting to speak. I think those that can really listen are are, 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 are rare Um, uh, and um, Understanding the, if you like the burden of leadership and being ready to uh, to shoulder that burden and to know that leadership is not something that is always particularly enjoyable. It can be really hard. Uh, often it is. Um, I think if you ask if you talk to a, a, a really effective, leader or a leader that seems to be really effective and you are you know and they tell you that they're enjoying their job and it's great fun all the time. I I wonder whether they're doing the job very well. Uh,
0: and I think this, this leads nicely into into challenges really. I mean what particular challenges have you seen leaders face personally from a performance point of view?
1: I think the biggest challenge, Adam, is that the vast majority of them don't understand performance. I think that's that's something that I still find um, absolutely bizarre um, that if you talk to most uh, leaders and people who purport to educate leaders, um, Mm -hmm. they will very happily talk about how um, it's such a big part of it is the Performance of people within the organisation—that's that's a, that's a key kind of metric for how effective uh, leadership is. It's, it's performance and results. The vast majority of leaders have no idea what performance is. They have no idea how it relates to um, how it relates to results. They, everything they know about performance and much of what they report to know about motivation is has either come from. Um, uh, reading uh, uh, a two hundred word column in the Sunday Times, or something that they have just kind of picked up along the way. So the, the technical parts of leadership here, particularly around performance and motivation, I think, it, I mean, it's a bit of a passion for me uh, in, in that it's it's not taught and it's so fundamental. And 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 I do not understand why though that that gap exists. You should not. I mean, you simply do not qualify to be a leader of of any sort, unless you have a really good quality understanding of concepts like human performance and and how motivation works. If you don't understand those, I mean, you know, do not pass go. You, you cannot even however effective you are on the technical parts of your performance and whatever results you've delivered in the past. If you do not have that, then quite frankly, um, you're never going to be um, uh, the leader that those people that you know, have the privilege of leading need you
0: to be mm. uh, and, it, and it's interesting you spoke about motivation you know it's, it's been said that great leaders don't motivate um they're usually really good at, at not demotivating you know what are your thoughts on that is that right
1: um yeah, yes but you can sense a hesitation in my way so i think it's right in that you know my experience is most people in most places rock up to work Wanting to do the best job they can, uh, I think we I think we manage sometimes to 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 train or beat that out of people if, because of the way in which we treat them. But I think I think that that fundamental is there. So the, the, this concept of of not demotivating I think is is right and has a, has a, has a, has, a, has a, a lot of um, strength to it. Um, I also don't think that this kind of you know motivating a motivating leader is one that's going to Come in the office in the morning and you know have everyone jumping on their chair saying I'm a tiger. I don't think that's kind of how it is either, um, unless that's something that people particularly want to do. But I've yet to meet any of those people. Um, I think I think leaders motivate through how they go about their own work. I don't think they go they think okay I'm going to go and motivate people. I think through their passion, through their hard work, through their ability to communicate um, uh, why they and their organization are are doing things, um, through using their power responsibly to create conditions in which people can perform at the best. All of those sorts of things, I think do help people harness their own motivation. Mm -hmm. Um, but, But I think it's done um, as a byproduct of how that leader leads themselves and the climate they create rather than only leader thinking right well I'm going to go in and, and today's going to be a motivational session I think as soon as you start doing that um, you know somebody wandered up to you in the street tomorrow adam and said I'd like to motivate you I think you'd cross the road um, it's just it's a really you know we, we just don't work that way as, as human beings. So.
0: and uh, I'm interested in regards to the to the environment you um, what what can a what can a leader do to create um a, i'm trying to use find a, a word but you know create an environment where you know the employees can thrive um and where people aren't you know afraid to to test out stuff and you know can be creative i'm i'm really intrigued by that um area in terms of developing the environment what are your thoughts around that
1: um, yeah, I, I, think, I think the testing stuff out and the whole kind of, you know, not being afraid to fail and fail quickly and all that kind of stuff, I think, is, I think it's fascinating. I think there's lots of words about it. Um, I think the, you know, the hardwiring in most organizations and the reality is that if results um, are, are below those that are expected, however reasonable or unreasonable those expectations are, then, you know, the room for failure is, is, is minimal. I mean, just it, it, it. so um, that's that's the reality. Um, however, um, unless as leaders we become more nuanced and understand which things that we're working on really matter, mm. and which things don't matter quite as much, um, uh, you know, it's that kind of scene from The Incredibles where um, uh, Sinjong talks about, you know, if 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 everyone's a superhero but no one's a superhero and, and it's the same with stuff that matters if everything matters then nothing matters mm. um, because there's no differentiation so I think I think being able to to say actually this stuff really matters and and the risk of getting it wrong is, is 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 too high and so we we need to make sure that we are playing not to lose however there will be a whole bunch of other stuff where you know what? If it isn't perfect, it, 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 it's fine, and we we therefore should harness the opportunity to, to test some stuff out and to play. Mm-hmm. You know, the word the the, the the kind of concept of play in work has um has has been lost, and, and leaders don't really talk about it. In in elite sport, you know, how often do we hear about uh, you know you, you athletes playing? That's, that's the words that we use. We never talk about playing work. We happily talk about playing sport, even though it's highly competitive and, and in that world the cost of failure is high and, or, and lots of those kind of dynamics are the same. So I think having a more nuanced approach and understanding that there are some things that really matter and some things that matter slightly less and therefore there's an opportunity to play um, is, is 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 going to be incredibly, incredibly useful.
0: So do you think leaders should be singled out as different to other performers or are they just the same as performers um
1: i think leadership is a particular skill and quality as is uh, uh, as is you know any number of other kind of disciplines so i'm I'm not sure um i'm not sure leaders should be singled out more any more than um uh, people who are top performers in a more conventional discipline like technology or finance should be singled out i think if we can think of leadership as a as a, as a behavior as a, as a as a as a as a way of working as a skill as a core competence rather than a title then yes we'd be singling them out in that we want that we want to help leaders of the future develop the skills and qualities that they require but then that's the same with any other discipline. Hmm. Um, so um, I think the answer is, is 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 yes and no. Yes, the the the, the education and development should be should be s- specific, but then that's the same for, for many other disciplines. Um, uh, so um, I, I think the I think leadership education um, is 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 vital, but seeing it as a, a core skill. I think, I think too often we see, I, I see individuals who kind of, they, 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 they get around to leadership when they have a break in the day, or when, they, when, it, when it's kind of like a, you know, they've got slightly less on, they can do some leading, mm. as opposed to it being actually their role, um, to, um, to, to have the responsibility for the performance of others, and that, that actually is the job. Um, so to that extent, yes. But I think it is it is simply another role uh, in an organisation, another team. Uh, uh,
0: and in, in regards to to leadership, what are some of the most important things that leaders should have in their diary to help them lead?
1: Um, a very small number of things. Uh, I think uh, I think as a as a leader, your opportunity to to have the list of things that you should be working on is is endless. Um, and the, uh, the, the opportunity to become horribly diverted and not to do the stuff that really matters. So there, there was a leader that I worked with a few years ago who, who I think did this beautifully. Um, and as with most leaders, had a very long list of things that they were, they were supposed to be doing. However, like we just talked about, you know, if everything matters, then nothing matters. So um, he, he was, he was very focused on the three things that really mattered, and any entry in his diary that related directly to one of those three things was was highlighted green, mm-hmm. and everything else was highlighted red, and he would look at his diary and make sure that overwhelmingly whatever meetings he was having, whatever conversations he was having, whatever activities he was doing, related as much as possible to the things that needs to be green. So he wanted a green-coloured diary. And, and I think that level of focus and discipline um, is, that's the sort of stuff that should be in the diary. It should be about focus. It should be about doing stuff that's going to make a difference to the uh, outcome and to the uh, the overall purpose of the organisation and the team and the business. Um, yeah, leaders are not short of things to do. But typically focusing on a small number of things that's going to make the biggest difference, um, uh, I, I think is I think is is really effective. The other thing is I've I've seen really effective leaders um, lead by asking themselves questions like how how's everyone in the business feeling today? Mm. You know, so not just about getting stuff done but thinking about what's the mood in the camp, what's the spirit, how, how's, how's everyone feeling today and what do we need to do to um, help them feel like they are superbly ready to perform today. Mm.
0: It's interesting that, because, you know, they're looking at that emotional side as well um, in terms of asking about the mood and it's, it's it's fascinating i mean uh, uh, keith i I don't think I have um many other questions for you um I think we could go on all day talking about this, but it's been really great to, to look at things such as you know what people can do in terms of building their leadership skills worked and um spoke about challenges looking at motivation and power so I think there's a huge amount of information that people can take from take from this podcast and hopefully apply to their um, um, performance. So um, thank you. It's, it's been okay. insightful. It's been brilliant. Um, I just wanted to ask if people want to learn a bit more about this topic, where can they go? Um, where would you suggest um, they, could, they could go towards?
1: Um, well, you know, the world is not short of leadership books. Um, uh, so you can you can kind of um, uh, take your pick. Um, uh, I think some of the stuff um, uh, around is some of it's better than uh, better than others. Um, uh, I, I would I, I think rather than start with, with 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 books, I would really start with looking at those leaders um, around you from whom you can learn the most. Um, look at those people that have led you. Look at those people that have led others and. Um, and get your learning from what happens every day. Um, I, I think you can then supplement that with with um, some of the stuff that's 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 written. But I, I would I would focus on on taking learning from those people who are in your immediate environment and are having an impact. And 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 see what you notice. Uh, see which bits kind of you you think would work well for you that you can add to your own repertoire. And think about things that that. Kind of don't really fit with you, and while they might be effective for other people, it's never going to be your way. So I, I would, I would, I, I think learning from from leaders around you is a great place to start.
0: And uh, online, would you suggest anywhere?
1: <laughs> um, yeah, well, I would um, definitely have a look at uh, at the performance room. I think you'd be very surprised uh, to hear me say that. Um, uh, I, I think the performance room dot co uk is a great place to. Uh, uh, to start particularly around uh, things like uh, performance and motivation and high-performance cultures. Um, so I would, um, uh, I would definitely uh, look there. There's lots of great tools and, uh, and, and, and resources on, on there. So, uh, yeah, if there was one place where that, that I wish had existed when I was starting off, it would be something like the performance rooms. So, um, yeah, I'm sure there are other great resources around as well, but I'd definitely recommend that.
0: Brilliant. And finally, if people want to contact you, um, what's the best way to do that?
1: Uh, best way to do that is by uh, by uh, mail. So uh, my email is keithh, so that's keith, K-E-I-T-H with another H on, at planetk2.com. Um, and I'm really geeky about this stuff, so uh, I'll be delighted to hear from anyone. Cool.
0: And social media, do you like to connect by there as well? Or? Yeah,
1: definitely. You can find me on, uh, find me on LinkedIn, Um uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, that's uh, 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 Keith Hatter on Twitter. So that's um, uh, I don't know how on earth I thought of that name, but um, uh, you'll find me. You'll find me easily on on, on there, um, uh, as well as, uh, as as well as on um, uh, LinkedIn. And uh, uh, you can, as I say, contact me by email as well. Cool, awesome,
0: brilliant. Well, Keith, thank you very, very much for your time. It's been um, brilliant. So thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure
1: and it's been great chatting with you this morning. No, you
0: too. And um, for everyone to listen um, for listening, um, we have, I know um, for sure we definitely have two podcasts and that we're going to record next week. I'm not going to give away the names yet, but they are going to be some really interesting um, podcasts. Not to say that this podcast wasn't interesting, Keith. Um, it was <laughs> very interesting. interesting. <laughs> um, but we, I'm, I'm excited because we've got a lot more content um, that's going to be uploaded and to site. So, Keith, again, thank you for your time. Um, pleasure. Thank you to everyone for listening and hopefully we'll be back um, over the next few weeks with our latest episode.